Hello and welcome to the 10-Minute Leadership Podcast. I'm Dr. Oren Hertz. Welcome to Chapter 123. Leadership equals strategy equals leadership. There's a reason for this title. I will explain in a minute. I hope you're doing well. I hope you are happy and I hope you're enjoying this new sound. I am super excited to share with you that I got a proper microphone, uh, a professional one, finally. And it's, it's sounding really good. The one thing I need to be careful with is that I move a lot. Even though I record, it's just me and a computer. When I record, my hands still move. I'm just very animated. Um, and so I need to be careful not to move too much. So... <laughs> There's no interruption, but uh, you deserve a nice new microphone and a professional microphone. And I hope uh, from this point forward, you will enjoy the sound. So let's get into our episode this week and let's see why I chose this title. I've uh, experienced initiation of strategy in the past as working as a leader in in the industry, and I've been teaching Uh, strategic management and strategic leadership for many years now, undergraduate and graduate courses. And what I found that there's a there's a common denominator denominator as it turns out. And I don't think you will be surprised, but it's something for us to think about. Strategy will never fulfill itself unless there is a buy-in and a buyout of our team members. And this is what I'd like to explain in this episode. And this is why leadership <clears throat> is really strategy and it leads to... So so wait, so I call it leadership, strategy, leadership, right? So it starts with leadership, goes into strategy, and ends with leadership. Let me give you a couple of examples here. Anytime you want to create or bring something new to the table, uh, expand your company, expand your department, do some sort of a partnership, offer a new product, anything that has to do with a new strategy, if you don't have the buy-in from your team members, it will most likely fail. I'm sorry, I'm going to repeat myself correctly. It will fail. Or at least, at the very least, it's not going to be the way you want it to be. And here's why. If you don't have the buy-in, if people don't believe in what you believe, if they don't see your vision, if they don't see the outcome for this strategy, the way you see it, what's in it for them? Is it money? Money, believe it or not, is not the biggest motivator of, uh, of people, of humans in general. And this is something, by the way, I'm going to talk about in a future episode about about, and I think I talked about it in the past, but we talked about how money, we will talk about how money is not really the real motivator. The real motivator is what people believe in and if they can connect to it. And so, but what appears to be is that money to, to money is important, obviously. So if people do not see, if your team members do not see uh, a gain from it, a financial gain from it, then they're, they're definitely out. Now, if you say, hey, listen, if we add this product and if we start selling this product or if we do this upgrade, everyone's going to make more money. That's an obvious motivator because most people need more money, could use more money and are somewhat motivated by money. However, not all strategy will benefit your employees or your team members financially. And if there's no carrot at the end, there's no pay raise or bigger commission or bigger bonuses, 
then you ask yourself, all right, how do I get the buy-in? What, what do I need to do to get the employees excited about this strategy? And I will refer back to Simon Sinek's work, which I am a big fan. You probably know by now. Uh, start with why. And this is a great opportunity for you to start with why. You want to start pitching your new strategy to your team members by explaining why this is important to, to you personally, how this will uh, benefit the company, and what is the outcome. And, and this is the order you should start with. Again, you can uh, refer back to Simon Sinek's Start With Why. You always want to start with why, because if you start with the what, what is it that we are trying to do? It's not it's it's not inspiring. But if you start with a why and why this is important and why everyone should be on board and not force them, but really explain what is the strategy, what is the outcome and why this is important, then you already have a buy in. Let me give you an example from uh, from the private club industry. And so for many years, for almost a full decade, I worked in uh, the private club arena as a leader. And when when I talk about private clubs, it's um, golf clubs, country clubs, really high-end, fine-dining type, type of environment. At some point, uh, I worked for a corporate company, a great corporate company called Club Corp. And uh, at the time, Club Corp was a family-owned company. And uh, they came out around the mid-2000s when I, when I was in the middle of uh, working for them. I, work, I worked for Club Corp since uh, uh, end of 1999 until end of 2008. So almost a full decade. And somewhere in the middle around 2004, 2005, they noticed that there, there's been a change in uh, generations. Younger generations joined clubs. And there was also a general shift in society where people uh, started eating faster, had less time for meals, for lunch and for dinner. Hence the fast casual concept like Chipotle and Burgify here in America really took off and it's still um, very successful. So the company decided to create what they called at the time the 30-minute lunch and the 60-minute dinner. So we did not really have a time frame on lunch and dinner. It, it was obviously uh, oftentimes prolonged because it, it's a fine dining environment. But what the company found through survey surveying members that they were looking for a faster option in the club. They wanted to come in and out, uh, especially at lunchtime. So selling it to the employees was really challenging especially the employees who've been there for a very long time they ask questions like why are we rushing the members why are we doing this this is really inappropriate for a private club they can go to a fast casual restaurant instead but what we did before i even understood this concept that i'm sharing with you we actually explained the why first and foremost why are we doing this why this is important and we related back to the members. This is what our members showed us. This is what they want from us. And we shared the, th the survey. We did a presentation with employees. Now, you could argue and say, why are you wasting so much time on this? Well, we wanted the strategy to be implemented, proper, implemented properly and all the employees to have a buy-in. And so we took our time and presented it to them. You see, we needed them to understand the why. We needed them to understand why this is important and only then we can move forward. And it was successful. It was successful for a, a, a long period of time, at least by the time I left, it was still there. Um, 
I'm not sure about now, but it's it's been years since then. But but it's a prime example of how a strategy was successful because we had the buy-in from employees. Now, what is the buyout? What is at the end of it? The end of your strategy is evaluating and re-evaluating if it really works. So once again, you gather your team members, you gather your employees after the strategy had been implemented and there's some data that they can share with you and ask them in honesty, hey, what do you think? How is this working out? Is it really working out? Is it not working out? What are some of the kinks we need to iron out? Iron out. Um, I say the word iron really weird, apparently. Uh, my friend Brandon said that, so forgive me for that. Y you understand what I'm trying to say here. And so this is your buyout. You are in constant contact with your team members, with your employees, to make sure that the strategy really works. And most importantly, this is where we remove our egos as leaders. What happens if it didn't work? What happens if it really failed and your employees are telling you, listen, this is going nowhere? And your financial resort results show the same thing. Then you give it up. You, you go, you revert or you um, stop the strategy or you change it uh, or you make modifications. Never get stuck on your ego, especially if the strategy was your idea and say, this has to work. This was my idea. I birthed this idea. This must work. Don't get hung up. Be flexible because strategies sometimes fail. But what I'd like you to take out of this episode is the importance of connecting with your employees, with your team members, and start with why. Then, and only then, your strategy will work. We can argue that, by the way. Okay, I know that there are scholars out there that will say that strategy is much more than employees and much more than people, but I take this point of view when it comes to employees and employee buy-in and the involvement of employees with the strategy, and I hope this makes sense to you. Thank you so much for tuning in, my friends. I look forward to our episode next week. Please don't forget Instagram at the 10-Minute Leadership Podcast. Take good care of yourself and take good care of each other.